0: Hey David, my team's working remotely and I know I need to stay connected with them, but every time I do and every time I follow up, I feel like I'm micromanaging. How can I avoid micromanaging my remote team? Hey, it's David, and you're listening to Leadership Without Losing Your Soul, your source for practical leadership inspiration, tools and strategies you can use to achieve transformational results without sacrificing your humanity or your mind in the process. Welcome to the show today. Today's show is dedicated entirely to one of your questions. I hope that you'll send in a leadership or management question of your own. Love to answer that for you. It could be related to any of our past 70 episodes or any other question that you might have regarding the challenges, questions, and problems that you face as a leader every day. You can send in your question to david.die, at letsgrowleaders.com or go to leadershipwithoutlosingyoursoul.com. Find the big orange button. You can click that, record your question, leave us your name, tell us where you're from, and we will use your question in a future episode. So how do you avoid micromanaging remote team members? That question came via Shauna, who's an executive who was reflecting on the past year and the shift to remote work during the pandemic. And she was feeling good overall about her goals. You know, she said, we've exceeded our goals, but I'm also sure that our failure to follow through on some things has cost us between 20 and $30 million in revenue. And I'm worried about the micromanaging of remote team members. I want to make sure I'm following through, but I don't want to be a micromanager. What do I do? So we are far past the initial burst of pandemic response energy and creativity that happened when the initial shift, the widespread shift to remote work for so many knowledge workers and office workers happened. And the realization has come that the challenges of remote work and the reality of remote remote work are not going away anytime soon. Family members are still gonna be in the background as employees try to balance working from home and homing from work, That remote team productivity and collaboration takes serious work and that the broad economic turmoil going on turns up the heat and the need to stay competitive in the marketplace. So how can leaders ensure that their teams achieve the results they need to keep the business moving forward while creating space for the realities of working from home and all without micromanaging their remote team members? The answer lies in fundamental leadership behaviors behaviors you just can't lead without things like having some agreement around communication norms and how you and your team most effectively communicate and then checking for understanding closing that loop making sure you're on the same page but i want to focus on one particular leadership concept that's vital Not just for, you know, not micromanaging remote employees, but ensuring that any teamwork you're doing, any kind of action you're taking happens, happens when it's supposed to happen and makes all of your meetings, all of your conversations more productive. The tool is called scheduling the finish. Good intentions and talented people aren't enough to make sure the most important priorities happen. Especially when your people have a thousand things hitting their windshield, plus the challenges posed by working from home, pandemic stress, the movement for racial equity, economic instability, and worrying about how to manage another semester with their children attending school across the table from them. Life is crazy, and your team has more to do than time to do it. Their interruptions will get interrupted. If you don't have an intentional, focused way to finish what you start, it won't happen. Effective leaders don't leave the finish to chance or a heroic act of willpower. The reality is most of us have used up our heroic willpower reserves by this point. That's where scheduling the finish comes in. Scheduling the finish means you and your team don't leave the completion of critical items to chance, to good intentions, or to willpower. Rather, you schedule a mutual moment in time where you'll follow up, follow through, and finish the task. This isn't a vague intention, it's an appointment. It's an appointment on the calendars of everyone involved. Scheduling the finish helps you to avoid constant check-ins and follow-ups for task completion. So yes, you do wanna stay connected to your remote team members, but connection can take many forms. There's personal interest, there's emotional thoughtfulness, there's fun, and yes, of course, the business transactions. Knowing that there's a moment in time where you'll turn on the camera and discuss the completed priority allows you to focus on those other important forms of connecting with your remote team members. When you schedule the finish, you're making an agreement about when the thing's going to be completed and how you're going to know that it was completed. Is there going to be that eye-to-eye camera meeting? Is there going to be an email? Is there going to be a text? what is the deliverable? How is it going to happen? What does done look like? And the reason for that agreement is because one of the problems that many type A motivated energetic leaders have is they have a high sense of urgency. And so, you know, you're assigning something thinking, this needs to be done yesterday. If not today, okay, this is a high priority. And the person you assign it to, they might have a more process-oriented personality. And so they put it on their list and they will get to it when they've crossed off the things above that item on the list. And so in the meantime, you're pacing back and forth, pulling out your hair, either calling them and harassing them, saying, hey, where's that thing? How's it going? What's up? Or you're silently waiting because you don't want to be a micromanager stressing out the whole time. Whereas when you have a mutual clear agreement, time on the calendar, where you're going to exchange the result. You know it's going to happen. It alleviates your stress. It creates clarity of the prioritization for the other person. And it allows both of you to focus on the things you need to focus on. You want to make this automatic. If you have to spend energy trying to remember everything you and all your remote team members need to be doing and finish, you'll never do it. There's just too much going on and your brain has limited energy. Just thinking about every open loop can be exhausting. So here's how it works. The moment you set an intention, make an appointment with yourself or with the other person where you'll complete the intention or take the next step. The key is when, what moment in time will you follow up, follow through, or finish? Here are some examples. Let's say you have a performance conversation using the INSPIRE method. If you haven't listened to previous episodes, the INSPIRE method is an acronym. It's a way to have performance conversations, feedback conversations that achieve results and build relationships. The final step, E, in INSPIRE stands for enforce. This is where you schedule a brief meeting to review the desired behavior. For example, hey, that sounds good. Let's meet at 10 a.m. next Tuesday to see how this is going and if you have any questions. You've scheduled the finish. How about when you delegate? Final step there, schedule a time where the other person will meet with you in person or by video, however it happens, to return the project to you, answer questions, and discuss next steps. That's scheduling the finish. And a final example of scheduling the finish is when you lead a meeting, conclude the meeting by asking, okay, so let's take a quick check here, who's going to do what by when and how will we know? That final, how will we know, is a scheduled commitment to the team. For example, okay, we'll all have our data to Linda by Friday at 4 p.m. Linda will send us the new process by Wednesday at 3 p.m. Everybody puts the times on their calendar. If Friday 4 p.m. comes around and Linda doesn't have data from Bob, she calls him. If 3 p.m. Wednesday comes and they don't have the process, they call Linda. The key in all of these examples is to make an appointment. It might be an appointment with yourself or it might be an appointment with other people. Regardless, there is a difference between a to-do item and scheduled time on your calendar particularly if that time's scheduled with another person. The likelihood of you both keeping your commitment increases significantly. Now, if the items don't naturally fit into a calendar appointment, say you're rolling out a new process to improve on-time delivery and quality, you can still make appointments with yourself to reinforce the initiative, doing your five-by-five communication, communicating five times through five different channels, and to review performance. When you create an expectation, particularly a new one, that's the result of training or a new process. You've got to follow through quickly on that behavior. When people get the behavior right, celebrate it, acknowledge it, and reinforce that this is what people like us do. And when it doesn't happen, you have a quick inspire conversation to redirect people back to the new way of doing things. If there are problems that prevent people from doing what's needed, you've discovered them and you can solve them quickly and visibly. Let people know. So if you're an energetic type a leader who excels at inspiring vision and creating a process for success and setting goals, sometimes you struggle with follow through because the follow through doesn't feel as fun or creative. It's not as motivating. That's why we invite you to make it an inseparable part of getting started. When you make the goal, when you set that intention, when you start the project, you introduce a process, don't stop until you've scheduled the finish. Make it automatic. You'll leverage your team's energy, focus, boost morale when everyone feels good about what they've achieved, and you won't have to be micromanaging your remote employees. Schedule the finish and be the leader you'd want your boss to be. I'll see you next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.